Hello, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. We appreciate you watching this broadcast, and thank you in advance for sharing with us how that it has blessed your life and inspired your faith. I want to encourage you to write to me. Let me know, because we love hearing your testimonies. Today, we're going to take you into one of our Heritage of Faith Christian Center services where I was speaking. It's our church right here in Crowley, Texas. And by the way, if you're ever in the area, we invite you to come and join us. You'll love the service. I'm not there often, but when I am, uh, it's a joy, and we have great services. Pastor Justin Bridges, he's preaching every week that I'm not there, and he's a powerful man of God, and you'll in love this, you'll love the services, rather. Today, we're going to continue talking about the goodness of God. And I want to read a scripture to you very quickly from Psalm 21. It says, For thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. The word prevent there means to go ahead, to go before. And what David is saying is, You have prepared a path with the blessings of goodness. God's goodness is awaiting you on the other side of every test and trial that you go through. And my admonishment to you today is don't give up because if you'll stay in faith, keep your eyes on God, then on the other side of that test and trial, you're going to experience the goodness of God. God's going to do something good, something you're going to like. So watch now, then I'll be back in a few moments with some closing remarks. I want you to open your Bibles this morning to Psalm 20, Psalm 20, and also uh, we're going to be reading particularly from Psalm 21, but I want to make some statements regarding Psalm 20. Psalm 20 is the story of David and his army going to war, and God's people are praying for them. And you can read this uh, from verses 1 through 9 in Psalm 20, but then in Psalm 21, it's David telling the story of how God gave them a great victory and how good God was to them. And I believe this is prophetic for us today. As I said a few moments ago, this is going to be a turnaround year. Amen. It's going to be a turnaround year, praise God. Some things you've been going through that look like they'd never change. Don't give up on God. Don't give up on His Word. God's in the business of turning things around. Amen. Amen. Everybody do this. God's about to turn some things around. Amen. God turned it around for David and his men. And uh, throughout the Bible, you can see that this is a, a vital part of his character. That he's the God of the turnaround. He's the God of the breakthrough. Most of the body of Christ has been going through a lot of battles, a lot of adversity. In 2017, many of you that are still uh, believing God for turnarounds and battles that you went through last year, still believing for the victory this year. Well, I want to encourage you, don't give up. Amen. Amen. Don't give up. Satan is trying to get you to lay down your weapons and quit. But quit is not in your nature. Quit is not an option, praise God. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell them, I will never quit. I will never give up. Hallelujah. God is on your side. Amen. And he is not going to let you fail. But you must stay in faith. 
Stay in faith. Giving up on God is not an option. He will come through for you. Can you say amen? amen? God wants to use this story in Psalm 20 and Psalm 21 as a source of inspiration for you this morning. Amen. amen. Inspire your faith. And once again, don't give up. Victory is on its way. Amen. In Psalm 21 and verse 12, I'll just drop down to that verse real quick. It says, therefore shalt thou make them, and in our case, it's Satan and his cohorts, turn their backs. This speaks of divine justice. God is about to serve divine justice. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at your neighbor and tell him, I'm about to have some divine justice. And that means, that means that he will not only stop the attacks of the adversary, but he's going to make him pay back everything he took from you, praise God. Amen. That's divine justice. Amen. The message translation says, you will send them packing. Hallelujah. Amen. God is going to give you something to shout about. I said, God is going to give you something to shout about. And I don't know why you're even waiting. Go ahead and shout in advance. Hallelujah. That's one of the greatest expressions of faith is to praise God in advance before you ever see it happening. Can you say amen? amen? So once again, this psalm is one in which David, Psalm 21, is giving thanks for the success that God had just blessed him with. He's speaking in his own behalf and professing the joy that he has found in God's strength. And he's also encouraging others to do the same. He's saying that God actually had surprised him with great favor and had truly blessed him beyond his expectations. And as I read this psalm uh, over the last several weeks, uh, I keep sensing in my spirit that God is going to do some things that are beyond your expectations. Amen. He's good at that. He's the God that does exceeding abundant above all that we can ask or think. Can you say amen? amen. I like the amplified there in that verse, Ephesians 3, uh, 20, that he will do uh, above and beyond what you dare ask or think or imagine, or even dream, hallelujah. God's going to do it better than that. Can you say amen? amen? So David is actually praising God for things that happened during this battle that were beyond David's expectations. God had surprised him with great favor, and he attributes all of this to the goodness of God. One of the meetings here of the word, you'll notice in uh, Verse 3, for thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. One of the meanings of the, of the word prevent is that blessings of goodness not only preceded him, they were waiting for him, but they also came sooner and proved richer than he imagined. Amen. Hallelujah. Blessings are waiting for you. The blessing of goodness. I like that. The blessing of goodness. Is waiting on the other side of your adversity. Amen. That's the reason you should never give up. That, that should be motivating to you. I mean, what, what benefit is there to giving up? Does that change anything? 
Does that make circumstances better? Does that make opposition uh, uh, to your faith just disappear? So what good is it to give up? Giving up is to forfeit the blessing of goodness. And I'm not going to do that. Amen. So on the other side of every adversity, there's the blessing of goodness waiting for you. That's what the word prevents means. It precedes you. It's already waiting for you. You may not can see it. There may not be any natural evidence of it, but it's God's word. And that's final authority. So God is telling us that he has already gone before us and he has made a way where there seemed to be no way. And on the other side of your adversity, there is a blessing of goodness. Hallelujah. Something good is going to happen to you. Hallelujah. I learned that from Oral Roberts many years ago. Amen. Tell your neighbor, something good is going to happen to you. Tell somebody else, something good is going to happen to you. Amen. Praise God. Amen. And once again, that word prevent not, not only means uh, precede, but it also implies that the blessing came sooner and proved richer than what he could imagine. Praise God. Amen. Now, I'm willing to stand. I've proven that for the last 49 years. I am willing to stand. And having done all to stand, I'm willing to stand some more. And it looks like nothing's happening. I'm just going to keep standing. And when it looks like it's getting worse, well, then I'll just decide to keep standing. And when everybody thinks I'm foolish, well, I'll just double up and start standing more. Hallelujah. Amen. My name is Jerry. Having done all to stand, stand Savell. Amen. But at the same time, I hear the Spirit of God saying, get ready for some things to happen sooner. Amen. How many of you'd like for some suddenlies to occur in your life? Hallelujah. Amen. So I want to talk to you this morning about being surrounded by the goodness of God. Surrounded by the goodness of God. I want to encourage you to begin to expect blessings to come sooner this year than you've ever experienced before. God wants you to know in a greater way the thrill of victory. Remember the wide world of sports? Remember their introduction when they got ready, when it came on television? And it showed this guy, you know, I mean, man, he was skiing, I believe it was, and he had this terrible collision and end over end and the agony of defeat and the thrill of victory, you know. God doesn't want you to know the agony of defeat. He wants you to know the thrill of victory. Can you say amen? So begin to expect victory to become or to come sooner than it's ever happened before. Even the most impossible situations you've ever encountered, don't expect them to last forever. Begin to expect God to do things sooner than you've ever experienced before. And once again, he wants you to know the thrill of victory. He wants to do things in your life this year that are beyond what you can ask or think. Amen. He wants to reward your faithfulness. Can you say amen? 
All right, did you find Psalm 21 yet? Let's begin reading. The king, now David's speaking uh, in his own behalf here. He says, The king shall joy in thy strength, O Lord, and in thy salvation, how greatly shall he rejoice. Thou hast given him his heart's desire. Underline that phrase. God wants to give you your heart's desire. This is not just about David. This is prophetic for you and me. He's given him his heart's desire and has not withholden the request of his lips, Selah. In other words, stop and think about this. That God is such a good God that he not only wants to supply your need, meet your need, but he wants to give you your heart's desire. Hallelujah. He wants to give you his, your heart's desire and he will not withhold any good thing from you. That's talking about the goodness of God. And then it says, for thou preventest him with the blessings of goodness. Thou settest a crown of gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gave it him, even length of days forever and ever. If you're struggling with life today, if you're struggling with some kind of disease, some kind of sickness, uh, something that the doctors have said it's not likely to be cured of, then here's some hope. Here's some inspiration. David, uh, David said, I ask you for life, and you gave it to me. Not only that, length of days, hallelujah. I can testify to that. You know, I mean, in the natural, uh, I shouldn't be doing what I'm doing right now. You remember last year I had a stroke. You know, when they tell you you'll never preach again, never be the same again, do I look like I'm not preaching again? Do I look like I'm not the same again? Well, the same part is true because I'm better, praise God. <laughs> Amen. I got more energy now and I just turned 71 than I had when I was 41, praise God. Glory to God. I said glory to God. Hallelujah. So I'm, I'm a living testimony that you can ask God for life and he'll give it to you. I've, I've, I've experienced uh, watching a lot of stroke victims just since God healed me of that stroke. Carol and I saw people in Hawaii that were victims of strokes. And if it hadn't been for the grace of God, that would have been me. If it hadn't been for God's faithfulness, I, I would have been in that condition. And I think it's really... Uh, important to me, uh, I don't know how important it is to you, but important to me that most of my relatives on my mother's side died of strokes. Hallelujah. I have beat the odds. Amen. The curse has been broken, praise God. Amen. So David says here, you, he asked for life, God gave it to him, and even length of days forever and ever. Uh, another translation says, Long, you gave me life and long life as a bonus. Praise God. Amen. Verse 5. His glory is great in thy salvation. Honor and majesty hast thou laid upon him, for thou hast made him most blessed. 
Everybody say most blessed. <clears throat> blessed is wonderful, but I think most blessed might be at a higher level. You've made him most blessed forever. Thou hast made him exceeding glad with thy countenance or thy presence. Now, I want to read this from some of these verses from the message translation. Uh, it says, you gave him exactly what he wanted and you didn't hold back. Why is that? Because God is good. And what he does is good. Psalm 119 verse 68 says, thou art good and doest good. Amen. God is good. And what he does is good. Amen. I preached a message down in Miami a couple of years ago. And I know it's not good English, but everybody down there understood it. And I know you'll understand it. If it ain't God, it ain't good. <laughs> Amen. If it ain't good, it ain't God. Amen. Amen. If it ain't good, then it's not God. So things that are happening in your life that are not good, God's not behind it. If something good is happening... Attribute that to God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? So one of God's greatest desires is to bring joy and happiness to our lives. And then for us to declare his goodness to our generation so that others will know that the God we serve is a good God. You'd be surprised at the amount of people, even in the body of Christ, that don't know that yet. You know, I hear Christian people uh, talking all the time about God made them sick. God wrecked their car. God took their child. God did this. God did that. If it's not good, it's not God. Bible says in 119, Psalm 119, 68, once again, thou art good and you do good. So uh, make sure that you attribute everything good in your life to God. If something bad in your life, then don't mention God in the same breath. Amen. The Bible says that God is the author of every good and perfect gift. James chapter 1, verse 17. Psalm 84, 11 says, The Lord will give grace and glory. No good thing will he withhold from them that walk uprightly. No good thing does he withhold from them that walk uprightly. And then the message translation goes here again and says, he wanted a good life. David wanted a good life. You gave it to him and made it a long life as a bonus. That's the message translation. So God wants you to have a good life. In uh, Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 10, the Amplified Version says, for we are God's own handiwork, his workmanship, recreated in Christ Jesus, taking paths which he prepared ahead of time, living the good life which he prearranged and made ready for us to live. Notice God's already prearranged and made ready the good life. The good life is waiting for you. Can you say amen? amen. Look at your neighbor and say, I'm supposed to be living the good life. <laughs> that doesn't sound like to me just existing. I'm not just to exist. I tried that a long time ago. I didn't like it. I got saved. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. And ever since I've been saved, hallelujah, I've been living the good life. The good life. Amen. People want to be like me. Hallelujah. 
Amen. Amen. I get letters all the time about uh, what I've preached in some city and, and people talking about they want God to do the same thing in their lives that he's done for me. Amen. 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 When's the last time, and I've told you this before, when's the last time you had a, a Christian rock singer write a song about you? Hip-hop. I never cared for hip-hop before, but I'm kind of liking it now because <laughs> it's got my name in it. Hallelujah. He said, I want a favor like Jerry Savelle. <laughs> so God has already prearranged the good life, already waiting for us. Hallelujah. Then it goes on to say, you pile blessings on him. You made him glad. Well, I guess so. When you have blessings piled upon you, wouldn't you be glad? Hallelujah. Amen. And then it says, is it any wonder that the king, David speaking about himself, is it any wonder that the king loves God? Amen. Why wouldn't a person love God when God's doing all this in your life? And God's no respecter of persons. He wants to do this for every person in this room and every person who's watching this broadcast. Praise God. He's a good God. Amen. Psalm 68 verse 19 says, Blessed be the Lord who daily loadeth us with benefits, even the God of our salvation. And once again at the end of that psalm is the word selah, which simply means stop and think about this. God wants to daily load you with benefits, blessings, hallelujah. Get up every day expecting God to bless you in some way. And it doesn't have to be just, you know, big things, just the little things. Some people are just not, uh, you know, uh, looking deep enough. But notice he blesses us daily with benefits. Praise God. Amen. If you leave here this afternoon after the service and uh, get ready to go to lunch, you have to stand in a line for an hour and a half. That's a benefit. <laughs> that's a blessing, praise God. And if they bring you back exactly what you ordered, that's a blessing. That's a benefit. And if it's good, that's another benefit. <clears throat> Amen. And if somebody buys it for you, that's another benefit. Man, look at all the benefits you're getting and, and not even stopping to praise God. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? God daily loads us with benefits. It's time to put an end to frustration and start seeing results in your life. Are you under financial pressure without anything ever seeming to change? In the inspiring book, Receive God's Best, Jerry Savelle gives direction on how to position yourself for God's breakthrough. God knows the state of your financial affairs, and He knows how to fix them. Learn how to apply practical, down-to-earth principles and experience God's best in your life. In the powerful three-CD message, Making Room for His Glory, Jerry shares how when life gets challenging, you can rise above it through the presence of God. You'll learn what you must do to welcome the glory of God into your life, which will help you overcome any obstacle. Don't wait. 
Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org now and request the God's Goodness Resource Package, including the book, Receive God's Best, and the three-CD teaching, Making Room for His Glory. Now is the time to walk in the undeniable presence of God and be empowered to live victoriously. I want to encourage you, don't forget our resources. My book, Receive God's Best, How to Experience God's Best in Every Area of Your Life. And then three CDs, Making Room for His Glory. And as I mentioned on previous broadcasts, the glory of God is a manifestation of the presence of God, the power of God, and the goodness of God. And praise God, I want to encourage you to order these resources so that you can get them in your home and uh, you can begin to listen to them, read them, and praise God. Remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. If you're struggling with your faith, don't run from the Word, run to the Word. That's why these resources are so very important. And I want to read to you from Psalm 107. It says in verse 8, Oh, that men would praise the Lord for His goodness and for His wonderful works to the children of men. You'll notice this is repeated in verse 15 and verse 21 and also in verse 31. What is the psalmist endeavoring to do? He's endeavoring to get us to praise God for His goodness. I believe that that is one of the vital keys to experiencing God's goodness on an ongoing basis. You know, many years ago, I experienced a supernatural visitation of the Lord uh, back in 1992, and the Lord told me to tell people that the depth of their praise will determine the magnitude of their breakthrough. If you need a breakthrough today, then I want to encourage you to praise God for His goodness. Get up in the morning and begin to lift your hands and praise God for His goodness. Throughout the day, praise God for His goodness, and that will open the door for an ongoing manifestation of the goodness of God. God loves to be praised. He inhabits the praises of His people, and if you show Him an attitude of gratitude, then praise God, I believe, that He will manifest His goodness in your life time and time again. Praise God. You know, I have a testimony here. This is from Jennifer. She says, I was raised in church. I went to Bible school, and I know the Word, but I was completely devastated after losing five babies in five years, along with my father-in-law passing away. I came across your broadcast during a service that was being live-streamed where you were talking about God's glory and what it actually is, a manifestation of His presence, His power, and His goodness. I was set free in just that one lesson. As I heard, I was set free. It changed my life. And praise God, we now have a miracle daughter. Thank you so much. We love and appreciate your ministry more than you could possibly know. Thank you, Jennifer, for that great testimony. Thank you for taking time to share it with us. And I want you to know we rejoice with you. I thank God that God has honored your faith and you now have this precious little one in your life. And I believe it was God's way of showing you that He hasn't forgotten you, that God loves you, and that God is on your side. Praise God. And let me encourage all of the rest of you that if you need a breakthrough today, if you need a miracle in your life, 
contact us. We love to stand in faith with you. We've experienced many, many miracles over the years by praying and setting ourselves in agreement with those that contact our ministry. And praise God, we want you to know we don't take your requests lightly. We'll stand in faith. We'll believe God with you. And I believe, praise God, that soon you'll be sharing a testimony with us of the breakthrough that you're experiencing in your life. Don't forget to join me again next week for part two of this message. And I want to encourage you uh, as we leave today, don't ever, ever forget that your faith will overcome the world.